the law school of America. Nemo daquad non habit, literally meaning no one can give what they do not have, is a legal rule, sometimes called the Nemo dat rule, that states that the purchase of a possession from someone who has no ownership right to it also denies the purchaser any ownership title. It is equivalent to the civil, continental, Nemo plus juris ad alium transferre potus quam ipse habit rule, which means one cannot transfer to another more rights than they have. The rule usually stays valid even if the purchaser does not know that the seller has no right to claim ownership of the object of the transaction, a bona fide purchaser. However, in many cases, more than one innocent party is involved, making judgment difficult for courts and leading to numerous exceptions to the general rule that aim to give a degree of protection to bona fide purchasers and original owners. The possession of the good of title will be with the original owner. United States. In American law, a bona fide purchaser who unknowingly purchases and subsequently sells stolen goods will, at common law, be held liable in trover for the full market value of those goods as of the date of conversion. Since the true owner retains legal title, the seller is liable even in a chain of successive bona fide purchasers, for example, the true owner can successfully sue the fifth bona fide purchaser in trover. However, the problem of successive bona fide purchasers can be remedied, if the jurisdiction recognizes an implied warranty that the seller has title to the property, such as under Article 2 of the Uniform Commercial Code, UCC, then the bona fide purchaser can sue the seller for breach of that implied warranty. Courts of equity traditionally also recognize various other exceptions, likely giving rise to the idea embodied in the modern UCC. This rule is exemplified in circumstances like the Holocaust Reconciliation Movement, where property, such as works of art, stolen or confiscated by the Nazis was returned to the families of the original owners. Anyone who purchased the art or thought they had ownership was denied any rights over the litigious property due to the Nemo Dat rule. As mentioned earlier, the Nemo Dat rule has numerous exceptions. Legal tender, for example, does not adhere to the rule in certain circumstances. For example, if a rogue buys goods from a bona fide merchant, then that merchant will not have to return the bills to the true owner because holding the rule to be otherwise would disrupt the economy and prevent the free flow of goods. The same may be true of other negotiable instruments like checks. If Alice, a thief, steals a check from Bob and sells it to innocent Charlie, then Charlie is entitled to deal with the check, and Bob cannot claim it back from Charlie, though the name appearing on the check may affect the validity of such a transfer. Another matter is the transfer of other legal rights normally granted by ownership. In 2011, a U.S. district judge ruled that a woman who had purchased a stolen laptop could sue a device tracking company for invasion of privacy stemming from recording software installed on the laptop to facilitate its recovery after being stolen. This ruling demonstrated that bona fide purchasers are entitled to some rights by virtue of possession alone, or that Nemo Dat is superseded by the bona fide purchaser's right to privacy. Recording Statutes When dealing with real property, most American jurisdictions have codified recording statutes that will enable subsequent purchasers to divest title from the party with common law title if they qualify for protection under the recording statute. Three varieties of recording statutes exist, 1. Race statutes, 2. Notice statutes, and 3. Race notice statutes. A race statute will divest common law title from a person with superior title if the subsequent purchaser recorded their deed prior to the person with superior title. A notice statute will divest common law title from a person with superior title if the subsequent purchaser had no notice, either actual or constructive, otherwise known as bona fide, of the true owner's title. 
A race notice statute requires a subsequent purchaser to be bona fide in record first. English law. The original owner can obtain protection against the former owner through the doctrine of estoppel, see also, Section 21-1 of the Sale of Goods Act 1979 unless the owner of the goods is by his conduct precluded from denying the seller's authority to sell. Methods of the estoppel can be by words, by conduct, or by negligence. Estoppel by words, or representation by the original owner through words that he is the true owner or has the owner's authority to sell. Henderson and Company v. Williams. Shaw v. Commissioner of Metropolitan Police, following Henderson. Estoppel by conduct. Farkaharson Brothers v. C. King and Company Limited. Mercantile Bank of India Limited v. Central Bank of India, upholding Farkaharson. Central Newberry Car Auctions Limited v. Unity Finance Limited. Mistake about identity. Shogun Finance Limited v. Hudson. Exceptions. Sales in open markets. In the 18th century at the time of William Blackstone, sales in an open market were an exception to the Nemo Dat principle in English law. However, after the growth in the UK of car boot sales led to opportunities for rogues to fence stolen property, the Sale of Goods, Amendment, Act 1994 abolished the market overt exception to the Nemo Dat rule in 1995. Leases. In the case of Bruton v. London Quadrant Housing Trust, Lord Hoffman created an exception to the rule in relation to the granting of a leasehold estate and land. It is possible, though this is controversial, for a mere licensee to create a tenancy if the hallmarks of a tenancy are present. This means that the holder of a lesser right, for example the licensee, which is not an estate and land, can create a larger right and estate even. Quiquid plantator solo, solo judit, Latin, whatever is affixed to the soil belongs to the soil is a legal Latin principle related to fixtures which means that something that is or becomes affixed to the land becomes part of the land, therefore, title to the fixture is a part of the land and passes with title to the land. Consequently, whosoever owns that piece of land will also own the things attached. Another way to look at it is by interpreting the Latin principle as that which is attached to the land becomes a part of the land, use of the word soil is a more literal translation. The purpose of the principle is to ensure that a purchaser of land does not acquire title or ownership of something which is not intended to pass with the land. The principle also ensures that correct title does pass to a purchaser in case a previous owner attempts to assert that a fixture was a chattel and therefore belonged to them. The principle has particular relevance to landlord and tenant law. If a tenant is coming close to the end of his or her agreement and aims to remove a particular item attached to the landlord's property, the principle exists to remedy this. The Law School of America. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America.